If you're not pissed off about what Republicans did to this country last week, either A, you're not paying attention, B, you don't really care, or C, you didn't hear. And I just, oh, I, I, I woke up early this morning and I'm like, I've got to talk about this. And uh, I'm just saddened, sickened, and disappointed. And I don't understand it. Here we are, Memorial Day weekend. This is about, you know, honoring those we have lost who gave the greatest sacrifice for this country. And after what Republicans did this past week, it's a smack in their face. It's a smack in the face of every American. Let's get into it. Welcome to Big Time Small Talk. I am your host, Jody Rollins. We do stories and observations beyond small talk here. And this is a bonus episode because I'm disgusted. I'm, like I said in the opening, sickened, saddened, all of the above. It is Memorial Day weekend. And it's, what time is it? 7.03 in the morning. And I woke up and I was like, I've got to talk about this. I have got to talk about this. I'm still dealing with anchor and not being able to record a show. And I'm doing this on my phone, which I really don't like because I had to talk about this. I have a whole separate episode that I started recording that didn't record that I'm going to re-record for the fourth time that has nothing to do with this because of what the Republicans did to this country last week. Now, if you're not someone who either likes politics or follows politics, I get it. It's it's garbage right now. And <clears throat> you can tell I have my morning breath and my morning throat. So forgive me for... Um, clearing my throat as many times. My voice has got to wake up. But I had to do this. I have a busy day planned today. And this is when I have to squeeze in this episode. And I have to. So if you've been following this show, you know that I love politics. I love the the base form, the not even the base, the foundation, the structure, the origination of politics. Most people say, oh, I hate politics. But I love it because at its core, it's about service of people, service of community, you know, uh, risking your life in some cases or putting yourself out there for the public, for the greater good beyond yourself. That's what politics is and what it's become is a whole nother thing. Now, let's just back up for a second so I can explain in case you missed it last week. And I hope I don't sound condescending. That is not my my goal. Many of you love politics or care about politics as much as I do, or maybe even more. So you know what happened last week. But for those of you who don't, let's back up. So, <clears throat> excuse me, again, on January 6th, 
2021, this country was attacked. A disgusting, horrendous attack on American soil perpetuated by a lie from Donald Trump that the election had been stolen. And if you have forgotten, on January 6th, the United States Capitol was attacked by a bunch of marauding insurrectionist thugs. Capitol Police officers lost their lives. People were harmed and injured. They were beaten with American flags. They were beaten and sprayed with fire extinguishers. People who worked in the Capitol buildings were running for their lives, hiding, ducking, barricading behind the doors. Do you guys remember the footage of these thugs going into Congress, reading national paperwork, throwing things around, and yelling, hang Mike Pence. Like, this was under no other definition. There is no other definition, I, 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 let me be clear, other than insurrection, which is the attack that happened on January, January 6th. On American soil, if you took those people, all of those people, those thousands of people, and took them out and substituted them for people from Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, or Russia, that would have been war. There would have been hell to pay if Russian troops landed on this American soil in this country and stormed the American capital and killed Americans and threatened the lives of other Americans. That would have been, I, I don't even know how to put it into words. It would have been war. But because it was Americans, I mean, that's actually questionable because they weren't acting like Americans. Because they were Americans, it's been seen by people on the right as, well, it just got a little out of hand. Most of those people were good. It wasn't as bad as people say. Yes, there were some bad actors, but it was just people standing up for their rights. The same way black people go out into the streets and march for Black Lives Matter. This is what they say. So because of all that happened on January 6th, Democrats wanted to investigate. They wanted to get to the bottom of it. Who did what, when? What did they know? And when did they know it? Who, who in the Capitol building was involved? Because there is some suspicion that actual Congress people contributed to this insurrectionist attack. And so what we always do in this country and what is one of the foundations of democracy is if there is an attack on us, we investigate it. We find out what happened so that we can stop it from ever happening again. Take, for example, September 11th. 
September 11th, or 9-11, however you want to refer to it, was another attack on American soil. Two planes flew into the World Trade Center, another plane flew into the Pentagon, and a fourth plane that was headed, headed for the White House, thankfully, was crashed by American patriot heroes into the ground in Pennsylvania. That was a horrendous and fateful day. And as soon as that happened, as soon as the dust had barely even settled, when the, the, the Trade Center was still smoldering, because in case you forgot or you were not alive, that shit smoldered for weeks and weeks and weeks. And as I've told you guys, again, if you've been following the show, my ex was killed in the World's Trade Center. So that is something very personal to me. But here's the thing. When that dust hadn't even begun to settle and everything was still smoldering and we didn't even know how many people were murdered because they were murdered on that day, Americans pulled together and said, we are united as one against terrorism. And we went to war. And you can go back and forth as to whether or not going to war was the right idea. Some people are anti-war, period. But some people will say, why did we go to war in Afghanistan when the majority, if not all, and I can't remember, but at least the majority of the hijackers of those planes were from Saudi Arabia, where we get our gas from, our oil. So it's complicated. But at the very core of it all, we united as one and said, this will never happen again. And so how do we figure out exactly what happened and try to stop it from ever happening again? Congress investigated they put in place what was called the 9-11 Commission. And they found how we as Americans, as politicians, failed the United States. There were warnings, there were signs, there were things that we could have done to stop 9-11 that we didn't do. And because of this 9-11 Commission, we found out our own personal flaws and said, now we need to do better. This is what we did right. This is what we did wrong. And I'm not sure how much we actually did right. But it was a full investigation. I don't know how many years it took, but basically we investigated. And now, some almost 20 years later, when a totally different kind of attack, but an attack, an attack no less, on American soil happens. The Democrats said, we need a 9-11 style commission to investigate who did what, when, and what did they know, and went what, it, all of the details, right? There's a famous saying, what did the president know, and when did he know it? about, you know, besmirched former President Nick Nixon. And that's been the gold standard 
for American democracy. Whenever there's something that went wrong, we investigate. Republicans investigated ad nauseum about Benghazi and they quote it, you know, during every single election. But last week, we had the opportunity to investigate what happened on January 6th to find out how these Capitol Police officers lost their lives, to find out who started all this. I mean, we know Donald Trump started all this, but what else? What are the tentacles? Where else does it reach? Where did the money come? How much advertising did they do on social media? How did these people know to show up while the rest of us were living our lives and had zero idea that we were supposed to show up on the Capitol steps and beat people. How did these people know that in advance? And some of them haven't even been caught. So we need to investigate this. It needs to be found out. At the very least, for anyone who lost their lives that day. After that day, I think, it, I don't know the number, but more than one Capitol Police officer commits suicide. What the hell? Hundreds were injured, if not thousands. I'm not 100% sure. But many, many people who fought these thugs were injured. If you forgot, if you didn't see the footage somehow, if it didn't resonate how bad it was, Google the footage and watch this one specific police officer have his head being smashed in the doors of the Capitol building. Another officer, like I mentioned, being beaten with an American flag. I mean, these people were kicked and stomped on. Cops running for their lives because they were outnumbered. Hours went by. This isn't minutes. Hours upon hours upon hours of feeling helpless as a police officer. No National Guard was sent in, not for hours and hours. How did that happen? Anytime there is something that happens on American soil, instantly the National Guard is required to be sent to rescue, to help, to do whatever it takes to back up anyone who needs help. Police, military, whatever it takes. Didn't happen. Why? Why? Why did regular men and women who work in the Capitol building, secretaries, janitors, office workers, um, what do you call them, interns, everyone from the top, tippy top, the speaker, all the way down to people who just answer phones and shuffle papers. They all were in hiding, scared to death that they were going to be killed. I don't know about you, but when I go to work, I don't expect my life to be threatened by Americans on American soil. 
I don't expect to have to go into one office and move furniture in front of a door that doesn't lock and then go into an inner office and move in, move other furniture in front of a door that doesn't lock and have to hide under a desk and keep quiet and call my loved ones and say, if I don't make it, please know how much I love you. That's what these people had to do. These are nameless, faceless people, not Congress people. They also had to do that, but just regular people who got up in the morning that day, had their coffee, Maybe they went to the gym, got dressed, and went to work, and had their lives threatened for hours. Hours. Do you know that if your life is threatened for minutes, you can have PTSD and suffer the effects of that for the rest of your life for minutes? Imagine for hours. The rest of us who weren't there have gone on about our lives. But these people will never forget. And so last week, the Democrats had put together a plan to investigate. They wanted a 9-11 style commission to investigate all of these details so that it never happens again, and we can really figure out who did what, when, and why. Now, we know that Donald Trump was the person who started this all with the big lie that the election was stolen from him, which, again, I just, it, 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 it deserves reiteration That it's funny to me that these people, whoever you are, who believe the conspiracy theory that Donald Trump's election was stolen from him, that somehow Democrats stole the election, but we didn't steal enough congressional seats to have complete control. Like, that's kind of like, I'm going to go steal your car, but I'm really only going to steal the stuff out of the trunk, even though I wanted to steal the whole car and I could have. The engine was running. The keys were in there. Nobody was around, but I only stole a couple of things that were in the trunk. No, the truth is it wasn't stolen because if we stole this election, we would have taken more congressional seats so that we would have had a greater majority. Our majority hangs by the hair of our chinny chin chin. And in cases like this, when a vote comes up, We don't have enough power. And in many seats, in many places where Donald Trump lost, that was alleged to have been stolen, Republicans won in those congressional districts. So somehow these ballots that stole the election from Trump let the election stand for Congress people who were Republican Like, it doesn't make sense. We either stole the whole ballot or changed the whole ballot or we didn't do it at all. And that fact gets lost to the people who believe these conspiracy theories. It doesn't make sense. So the big lie that the election was stolen, even though Donald Trump is the most unpopular president in history, 
the conspiracy theory believing people still believe it was stolen from them. Doesn't make any sense. So Trump started this horrible lie about how it was stolen from him like a big baby. And his fanatics, because they're not his constituents, they are his fanatics, believed it. And he said, come to D.C. on January 6th and take back this country. It's all over. If you go back, it was all over social media. It was spread by these fanatics who believe in it to other fanatics. They were weaponized. This wasn't just people peacefully marching in the streets and then it got out of hand. They came with guns. They came with ammo. They came with military-style defense, tactical weapon, all kinds of things. Zip zip tie handcuffs. This wasn't just carrying a sign saying, we feel wronged, we want to be righted. Nothing like this has ever happened on American soil. Well, I take that back, except for our civil war. And the sad thing is a lot of these Republicans compare it to Black Lives Matters marches which I'm like, have you forgotten what it's about? Let me see. Black Lives Matter is about making sure police who are hired to protect us don't kill us in the street. That's all. That's all it's about. Insurrectionists came to kill, beat, and break, and steal because they believe a lie. Two totally different things. One, the foundation of good saying, please, police officers, don't kill black men in the street and then lie about it. Don't kill us at all. Compared by people on the right to insurrectionist thugs who wanted to take the American capital. Not even the same. So last week, Democrats put together a vote and said, let's create the 9-11 style commission so we can investigate all of this. All of it. Whoever did what, all of it. And even before that, a few weeks before, the Republicans asked for specifics, how the vote would go about, how, or how the vote would take place. Um, how many Republicans would be on this commission, all these things. They asked for a, like a handful of additional things, and Democrats said, okay, we'll do this. And then they said, the Republicans, please add X, Y, and Z. And Democrats said, okay, reluctantly, we'll do it. And they kept asking for additional ways the commission would be in place. I don't even know how to put it into clear English because it was all about how many Republicans would be on such and such committee, um, what the whole commission would involve. And originally, Democrats did not want those things, but they said, all right, so if you're going to vote for this, we at least make, need to make it you know, more tangible, more tantalizing, and something you will actually vote for. So they said yes to everything that the Republicans asked for. And then last week, 
When the vote came, Mitch McConnell whipped up no votes. Now, again, I am no political expert, and I know a lot of my friends don't follow politics, but when you whip up a vote, that basically means you say to your your cohorts or the rest of your party, this is how we're going to vote. We're not going to have a discussion about it. We're not going to go back and forth about it. I'm not saying vote your conscience. I am your leader, Mitch McConnell. I've decided that this is what we do because I said so. That's what it means when you whip up a vote. He is a minority whip. That is his title. You send out all of the information to all of your people that I say this is how we vote, which is very different than saying, let's vote on this. Everybody do what your constituents say. You know, if you live in Alaska, this is what your Alaskan constituents say. You do what they want. You live in South Carolina. You live in Utah. You live in wherever. This is a specific type of vote when the minority whip says, vote this way. And that's what Mitch McConnell said. He said, I don't care what you think. I don't care what you did. I don't care what you do. Vote no. No commission. We don't want to know anything that happened, which doesn't make him a hypocrite. It makes him disgusting. And you know why? You know why? Because after January 6th, with after impeachment number two, Mitch McConnell himself said this was insurrection, that this was disgusting, that Donald Trump was responsible, and that if we wanted to investigate it, then we should, but that impeachment was not the way to do it. So he kicked the can down the road. He said, don't investigate it this way. You won't get my vote in impeachment, but it should be investigated because Donald Trump was responsible. His words, Google it. That's what Mitch McConnell said. Here we are in May, our only opportunity to investigate this. And he says no. How can you call yourself an American if you don't want to investigate an attack on America? These are the same people that wave the flag, that almost like drench themselves in the American flag and talk about how black people are anti-American or how we love this country or blue lives matter, except if they're Capitol Hill police officer. These are the same people that talk about how they want the Pledge of Allegiance back in the United States, how Christianity should be all over schools. We should have prayers in schools. Our country is ruined because we don't allow praying in school. The Christianity that I believe in says that we stand up against evil that we defend ourselves against evil. And what happened on January 6th was evil. The Christianity that I believe in says you don't lie to people. Right? I guess in the Bible it says an eye for an eye. Where's that even that? If you believe that, where's that? So you have to ask yourself why. Why don't they want a commission?
because the truth would come out. And as they say, the truth shall set you free. Because the truth is, Republicans were in cahoots with Donald Trump. The majority of these Republican Congress people and senators know that Donald Trump is a liar, that the election wasn't stolen from him, but they placate him and play along because they see that Donald Trump was a populist president, that he got all this attention and all of these people rallied around him like no one has rallied around a Republican president in modern history. So it's kind of like the popular football player at school. Nobody really liked that guy because he was a bully. He was a jerk. He cheated on his tests at school, right? But they hung around him because they knew they could get the cheerleaders. They hung around him because they too could get a little popularity. Like his popularity kind of dripped onto them. And so therefore they were popular. That's it. When they graduate from high school, they don't give a damn about that guy. They move on. They're not really friends with him. They don't stay in touch with him. They don't support him. They don't say, hey, dude, what are you doing? What's going on with you in college? They don't keep in touch with him on Instagram or Facebook. They never liked him. But they hung around that jock because he was popular. And that's what Republicans are doing. And it doesn't matter so much when you're in high school but it matters when you are part of democracy. How do you look yourself in the mirror? I just did a whole podcast about liars last week. These are the worst kind of liars. I have friends who believe in Donald Trump, and we just don't talk about it, but they believe him, and they think that Democrats are the liars. That's scary. They believe an alternate fact as Kellyanne Conway used to say, because Republicans aren't standing up and saying, look, we don't believe in what Democrats want. We are not Democrats. They are too socialist. They are too liberal. We are not for that. But Donald Trump is a liar. That's what they should be doing. And when they do, Liz Cheney, they're removed. Mitch McConnell sometimes stands up, sometimes doesn't. He stood up for impeachment, and they turned their back on him. All of them need to stand up against the big lie. They had an opportunity to show common decency. Do you know what else happened? So the Capitol Hill police officer who was killed He died the next day, I believe, or the day after this insurrectionist event. I don't know if it was the mother or the wife, but I believe it was the mother of this officer. Last week, she begged Republican Congress people to meet with her and to vote yes for this commission for the sake of her dead son. She said, please. I haven't done anything publicly. I've just been hiding out because I want no media. I want no attention. We didn't know her face. 
We didn't know her name. We only knew the story of a dead, murdered police officer. She said, please meet with me and please vote yes for this commission for the sake of my dead son. And they said no and voted no. So don't tell me about your bullshit blue lives matter. Don't. Because they only matter when it's convenient for you. Don't tell me you love this country. When an American woman who lost her son defending this country says, please investigate, and you say no. Americans are being spoon-fed lies. And they're letting it happen. And that's why, as I've said over several, several episodes of this show, I don't have any problems specifically with Republicans. Some of the stuff I disagree with, some of the stuff I actually agree with. Republicans themselves are just another party on the other side of what I believe in. Trump supporters are something totally different. They are the epitome of anti-American because they attack this country and they don't believe the truth. That's something totally different. That's not something where we go, how come you don't believe my rights to have a different political perspective? Because your beliefs are attacking this country. That's a problem. What's her name, that congresswoman, that looney tune with the blonde hair, Marjorie something, something. She's got three names. <sighs> Last week, she was saying, and I don't want to oh, mess up her words, but basically she was saying that people on the left are just like Hitler and the Jews. I'm sorry, just like Hitler and the Nazis because she was forced to wear masks the same way Jews had to wear a gold star on them. Democrats are no different than Nazis. Now, how you form those words and allow them to come out of your mouth and don't realize how despicable that is, I will never know. Because Hitler and the Nazis put a gold star on the chest of Jews so that they could identify them and later load them up on trains and gas them and murder them by the millions. In America, she was asked to wear a mask to stop the spread of a virus so no one would be killed. Why would you conflate the two? Because she wants to continue to perpetrate the big lie to get power. She's that cheerleader that's hanging on to that jock who doesn't even like the jock because it makes her popular. I don't know if she believes these conspiracy theories or she just continues to perpetrate them because she wants the popularity. Either way, it's disgusting. Millions of Jews died wearing that fucking gold star. And she compares that to wearing a mask. And remember, 
early on, all these conservative, conservative, ultra right wing people who were like, why should we have to wear a mask? What's next? First, we're going to have to wear a mask. Next, you're going to be trying to control our lives. Next, you're going to be trying to take our guns. You're going to wait. What part of that actually happened? We said wear a mask. And now COVID is getting under control. And they're saying don't wear a mask. So what they said didn't even come true and they're still holding on to it. Why? Because they want power. So the Marjorie, ugh, I can't remember her name. It's early. The Marjorie, I think it's like Stoneham something or another. And the Matt Gateses, and the Mitch McConnells and the Josh Hollies, all of these Congress people and senators are lying to America. And when they had a chance to vote their conscience and do the right thing, they didn't. They didn't because the truth is They are complicit in this lie. That's like me going out and beating up a bunch of children and then getting on the jury that decides whether or not I'm guilty. That's what happened last week. They are complicit in the big lie. They are complicit in what happened on January 6th. And they don't want that to come out. Something is deeply, deeply wrong with our democracy and our government. If the people who are party to an attack on American soil get to vote no on an investigation about it. The fact that they get to vote at all doesn't make any sense. The forefathers who started this country could never have have imagined a Donald Trump where it went sideways like this. So what are we going to do? Where do we go from here? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to take a break. And I'm going to come back with my final, my final thoughts. Stay with me. Welcome back. What a morning. I mean, what a topic. I get riled up because it matters to me. It matters that my stepson spent his high school career with Donald Trump as his president. Four years of him sort of coming of age and having a slight understanding of politics. And that man was who was in office. My stepson thinks that this is the norm because he doesn't remember anything different. He is not a Trump supporter. And early on, he thought it was kind of cool. Like this guy was a tell it like it is kind of guy. And now he sees. 
Thank God. But that despicable man was in office when little kids were still learning. Remember when you were little in elementary school, at least for me, and they, were, they would talk about the president, and it was this place of honor and dignity. It's a famous saying, and I only heard it from Oprah. I don't know if she said it or if it's in the Bible. I think it's in the Bible. To whom much is given, much is expected. When you're president of the United States, you are held to a higher standard. The highest, right? One of the highest standards in the world because you have so much power. And to abuse it is the most egregious. And that's what Donald Trump has done. Little kids had to grow up thinking that sleeping with porn stars and paying them off and lying about it, paying them off with campaign money and lying about it, was not that big of a deal, according to our society, that the President of the United States that in his past, just grabbing women by the pussy was no big deal. Not according to our society, because that was the past. It wasn't like Trump said that when he was 14. He said that when he was in his 60s. No big deal. For four years, that man was a joke internationally. People in other countries were like, why did they vote him in? And all these people who believe the lies from that man's mouth were like, well, who cares about what other countries think about us? We don't live in a box. We are connected and interconnected to other countries. And it matters. It's just sad that so many good, decent people believe these lies. And it's disgusting that these dangerous people believe these lies. I don't know if you've been following also that Trump is under investigation from so many different corners of this country, specifically and most dangerously, SDNY, the Southern District of New York. They're investigating his company, his finances, all of these things that he's been a crooked grifter, all of his crooked grifting for decades. One of the biggest things he is in being investigated for is whenever you have businesses or property, they have a value, right? So if you want to borrow money against, say, for example, your home, you have to state the value of your home. So if you have a $300,000 home and you go for a loan, you say, my home is worth $300,000. And then when it's time to pay taxes or property taxes, your home is still worth $300,000. But what Trump does is whenever it's time to get a loan, he takes his $300,000 house and he says, it's worth a million dollars. Now give me some money. And so the banks, he, you know, he doctors up documents and the banks go, oh, he's got properties worth a million dollars. Here's money against that property. Then when it's time to pay taxes, he takes that same 
$300,000 property that he just received a million dollar loan against and says it's worth about $75,000 and pays that much tax on the same $300,000 property. That's what our former president of the United States does. Grifting and greed at its finest. That is what a grifter does. This is a man that people think we should be saluting. He's stealing from America. And that's just one thing he's done for decades. He also borrowed a lot of this money from Russia in the 90s, which is one of the reasons why eh, he's very soft on Russia, because they've got him by the balls. He owes millions of dollars to Russia, our adversary. That's our president who perpetrates a big lie that people believe in, that Republicans support, and when they have the chance to do the right thing, they vote no. And the reason I mention the fact that Trump is being investigated is because there is a serious, serious possibility that he could go to federal, or I'm sorry, not federal, to state prison prison. And I think there is actually a chance that he might go to federal prison as well. But imagine if we send this King Midas, this gold standard hero to prison. King Midas to only the conspiracy theory believers. Imagine the dangerous ones are not going to take that lightly. Believe it or not, I almost don't want him to go to prison so that people don't start blowing up things and shooting people because I believe that's what would happen if their hero was put in jail. He'll be saying it's some left-wing conspiracy theory and his family will tout that lie and Ivanka and Jared will come out and say that and all of these people on the extreme right will be like, he was wronged. And all these dangerous people who are simmering right now simmering, who have guns and bomb-making capabilities will be livid. That's scary, folks. January 6th happened, but they didn't just go away. Many of them are in jail. Many of them have been released. And many of them have not even been caught yet. Thank God many of them have been. I don't know the numbers but I know it's true. So this stuff isn't over. He may be off of Twitter, thank God, and Facebook, but it is simmering, simmering, simmering. Newsmax just did an interview with Trump. If you don't know what Newsmax is, Newsmax is a right-wing conspiracy theory news organization that makes Fox News look liberal. That's how far to the right Newsmax is. Trump was just on there spouting more bullshit. Forgive my cursing today, but, you know, this is serious business. This is, this is the future of people's lives. This shit matters. While you and I are just trying to put food on the table and raise our kids 
or live our lives, go to concerts, take off our masks, you know, be vaccinated, go for a bike ride, go swimming, you know, pay our taxes, watch a movie, hang out with friends, whatever it is in life that we are trying to do. We don't have time to think about this. And I'm not someone who thinks that we should be living in fear and worry. But these people who believe the big lie are not going away. I still see the Trump flags waving. I live in an agricultural valley. If you don't know about agricultural valleys, farmers tend to be very conservative. So there are a lot of farmers around here who have their Trump flag still waving proudly. Some of them don't have an American flag. They just have a Trump flag. That should have been our first key, our first clue, our first inkling. Something was wrong. It's about America, not Trump. And every time I see a flag, it used to make me angry. Now I just go, oh, look, a stupid person lives there. A person who believes conspiracy theories lives there. It's good that I know that you live there. I can go around your neighborhood, go around your house. Republicans had the chance to do something right. And they obfuscated, as, we, as they say. They chose not to. And some people, I think some 35 Congress people didn't even vote yesterday. They were like, oh, uh, I'm busy. I, I have a cold. <coughs> I can't do it. I, 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 I vote for that. Because they didn't want that on their record. Either way, they're like, well, I know I should be voting for it, but I can't. So I'll just kind of, uh, I got to go over here. Don't look over here. Look over there. Like smoke and mirrors. Can you imagine? An attack on American soil and you're too busy or too afraid, or to anything, to vote for investigating it. If there's anything you should make yourself available to vote for, it's an attack on American soil. And they didn't. So, I don't know, because after Trump being president, when I, like, consumed the news because I kept hoping for something to come out where he would be removed from office. I kept hoping and hoping and hoping and watching impeachment one and then watching impeachment two. I've had to step away from the news. As you guys know, as everybody knows, it can be very depressing. So I don't watch nearly as much as I used to. I kind of dip in and then I dip out because it's just blech. So I don't know if because this vote did not pass, if there's a way around it, I don't know if there's another thing that they can do, a different type of commission. I hope so. It seems like logically there would be a way to start a small committee. I, I don't know. I'm hoping there is. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Maybe they've said so. Like I said, I haven't been watching enough news to find out. I do know, lover or hater, Nancy Pelosi is a very, very smart cookie. And if there is a way, she will find it. Because we as Americans deserve the truth. There are some people who believed Trump's lies, who are starting to realize, wow, wait a minute. Wouldn't the average person at least want to know what happened? 
Because even if they think that, you know, the Democrats stole the election, this would be another way to investigate it. Well, the Democrats stole the election, which is why there was a Capitol riot and that needs to be investigated. So some people are having the light sort of turned on in their mind. And let's hope more and more, slowly but surely, start to see that Trump is a fraud and all of the stuff that he said was just lies. But the rest of them are going to go to their graves believing in Trump. And that's sad. It's sad that one man and all of the people that are complicit are affecting our democracy so greatly. I hope there's a workaround, as they say. When technology fails, if something goes wrong, you know, with Anchor, they send me workarounds. I really, really hope there's a workaround for this 9-11 style commission to investigate January 6th. The American people deserve it. Children who are growing up in this country who had to see Donald Trump as president deserve it. All of us deserve the truth no matter what it is. That's my story. That's what I think anyway. And that's my story. And I'm sticking to it.